0: You are listening to the Career Lounge podcast with Ada Afonri, where we discuss how to define success on your own terms in order to create your dream career and business. All of the information from this podcast episode will be in the show notes, which can be found at thecareerlounge.com. Are you considering a job move or a career pivot anytime soon? Are you feeling unfulfilled in your current role and struggling to figure out what your next move needs to be? Well, you don't have to figure it out by yourself. I was once in your position, which is what led me to create my flagship program called Pivot Rules. I have helped over a thousand job seekers and career transitioners to find new jobs, new careers and businesses that are more fulfilling and rewarding enjoying what you do and being rewarded for it do not have to be two mutually exclusive concepts pivot rules is a 3 month career transition program that takes you through everything from clarifying what your next career move needs to be to working on your mindset so that you can actually go after what you really want rather than settling for a transition that you've already placed limitations around and Pivot Rules also helps you to design and execute a strategy that will take you from where you are now to where you want to be. So imagine yourself six months to a year from now doing work that you actually love, showing up on your own terms each day and feeling empowered and living in your purpose. I am currently accepting a limited number of bookings for this one-to-one program. So if you are someone who's interested in investing in yourself and successfully and strategically planning your career transition, then please go to adaoffunnery.com and click on the Let's Talk button, or you can simply email me at info at to schedule a career audit. Hello, Career Loungers. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I'm so excited that you could join me and I hope you're having a wonderful week. Today, we are going to talk about sabbaticals. I am a huge fan of career sabbaticals. I definitely Do not believe that we as human beings were built to just keep working continuously from the age of 21 up until and beyond retirement. I believe that life is for enjoyment and it is necessary to have periods when work isn't our focus. So I'm a big believer in that. I've taken a number of sabbaticals throughout the course of my career. Most notably, I took about six months off to travel to a number of countries in Central America. I went to Guatemala, Costa Rica, Belize. It was fantastic. And some of the friendships I made during that time, I still have till today. And most recently, I took a six-week sabbatical um, I spent some time in Mexico, in Playa del Carmen, Tulum, etc. So I am a big fan of career sabbaticals and I essentially leverage my time during sabbaticals to travel because it is one of my greatest passions. And so I want to talk a little bit about that because I often get comments from people saying, "Oh, you're so lucky. Or people ask me, well, how are you able to afford this, etc. So I want to add some colour to the whole idea of sabbaticals. And, you know, I think regardless of what career you're in, it's definitely a good idea. The length of time and what you choose to do during your sabbatical obviously depends on your situation. But if you have the opportunity to take one, I Highly recommend it. So let's dive in. Now, I want to start off by talking a little bit about some of the benefits of a sabbatical. So, the first thing is that I think it's important to create some space from time to time between the work that we do and who we are as human beings, right? And it's not a bad idea to just regroup and to rest and to think about other things aside from work. And after the sabbatical, you go back to work as usual. That's completely fine. The important thing is that you have a chance to just sort of, you know, mentally regroup. The other advantage is that, and I think that this was particularly important for me, is getting to grips with your self-image away from the work that you do. Let me explain what I mean. So a lot of people often identify themselves primarily by what they do so if you said to someone tell me about yourself one of the first things they'll say is I'm a lawyer or I'm a doctor or I'm a software engineer and one of the best lessons I've learned in my journey as a coach is that we are first human beings not human doers and so the question I have is you know who are you before you're a lawyer Or an engineer, or all of those labels that we put on ourselves. And I think this is particularly important for people who maybe are facing a lack of fulfillment in the work that they're currently doing and they feel stuck. And part of the reason they feel stuck is that they so strongly identify with the work they've done that it's difficult for them to think of themselves as anything other than that thing. And so sabbatical helps to create distance, space but also it gives you a chance to really, you know, consider who you are and refine your self image, if you like, away from it being associated to a particular profession. The other advantage I think of a career sabbatical is that it's good for your mental health. We all know this, the corporate world is tough for a lot of people, but especially if you're a woman and particularly if you're a minority woman, right, or a black woman. So, you know, I think that if you're somebody who's been trying to navigate the politics of the workplace and have been trying to, you know, put on a brave face and push through, sometimes a career sabbatical helps you gain some perspective And at least you can make a decision on the rest of your career and your future from a healthy, sound place. So I think that's important. The other thing is that, you know, for many people, particularly those who are looking to pivot careers into a completely different area and who are scared and nervous about getting it wrong, it's an opportunity to try out something without necessarily committing fully into the new thing right? So um, some companies give people the opportunity to take sabbaticals and be able to return to their jobs. So if you're able to do that, then at least you're hedging your situation and you're not necessarily taking so much risk. You're able to try out something before you come back to what you were doing before. And it's good information for you because the new career that you think you might enjoy, you might not end up enjoying. So that way you've tried it out. You've seen whether it works for you or not, and you're still going back to your full-time job. No harm, no foul. You just have new information and you can make better informed decisions moving forward. And there are many more advantages. You're going to meet people, you're going to test yourself, you're going to develop new skills. And for some people, you know, the sabbatical is an opportunity to just spend more time with friends and family and engage in some well-deserved self-care, right? So there are multiple advantages that we can go on to, to certainly talk about. Now, if you're someone who has considered taking a career sabbatical, and you just can't get your head around being able to take some time off work, let's talk about some of the strategies and some of the considerations that you need in order to start making this sort of dream, if you like, become a reality. So the first thing I'd say is that if you're currently employed, investigate your company's policies. More companies than you would think actually have policies uh, linked to longevity that allow people to take sabbaticals and return to their jobs. Part of the reason is a lot of people don't know about these and some companies don't necessarily publicize them. I think some modern companies understand that as a massive selling point and so highlight these policies, but other companies don't. I know in one of my previous employers, you could take a career sabbatical for up to six months after five years tenure, But it it wasn't something they promoted, it was something they whipped out if you wanted to resign and they were trying to retain you, then they would offer you the sabbatical. But it was actually something that everybody was entitled to after five years. So definitely investigate it and don't rule it out just because other people haven't done it before. Ask the questions, speak to HR and investigate it. The other thing I'd say is that if your company doesn't necessarily have an official policy, then maybe you want to explore it, right? I know it depends on the relationship you have with your boss or the owner of the company, if you have access to them or with HR. So definitely something to ask about and to um, see if even though there is an unofficial policy, you know, something can be carved out for you specifically, And let me say this, if there isn't an official policy, and even if there is one, you definitely want to have as much in writing as possible. So you don't want any surprises or to come into a different role or anything of that sort. So just be clear on what the terms are. Be sure that you're all singing from the same hymn sheet and have as much as you can in writing. For some people, it may be that they've made the choice to leave their current employer and before they start a new position, they're, you know, they're able to take some time off as a career break or a career sabbatical. So if you're in a personal and financial situation to do so, then fantastic. Some people make that decision and don't necessarily want to rush into a new role. That's completely fine. And I say this to people all the time when you're ending one position, if you're in a position to take a break before you start a new job, then definitely take a break. Right. If you're not sure what you want to do next and you're in a position to take a certain amount of time off, then great. Do it. The other thing I'll say when sort of uh, considering a sabbatical is that you. Um, let's face it with the COVID-19 pandemic and the way that is decimated a lot of industries and certainly a lot of companies for some people, the career break wasn't necessarily something they were planning It's something that's been enforced upon them. Right? So, I mean, what I'll say in that situation is for some people, they need to find a job, fair enough, and you've got to do what you've got to do, right, to keep a roof over your head. But for others who are in a position where they don't necessarily need to rush into the next thing, then this might be the opportunity you've been waiting for, right, to be able to finally make that career pivot or finally make that idea that you've always had into a reality to actually create that business you've thought about or to actually invest in further education or training to be able to move your career in the direction that you want. So It may not be something you necessarily planned, but you're certainly in a position where you can capitalize on this. And this also applies to people who are still um, furloughed, right? Um, Particularly those people who are furloughed full-time. I would say that um, I've definitely seen an increase in the number of people who are, you know, doing masters, trying to start online businesses or grow their side gigs. Of course, you're still employed, But this is certainly an opportunity to be able to capitalize on some of the interests that you've long held, but perhaps didn't have the time or the capacity to be able to complete them. So certain things to kind of think about there. So how do you prepare for a sabbatical exactly? And what are the tangible steps that you can take in order to make a sabbatical happen? Now, let me say this before I dive in. When I think of sabbaticals, because one of my passions is travel, I really love learning about new cultures and new people and seeing the world. I tend to associate career sabbaticals with travel, but that's not necessarily the case, right? There's so much that you can do with a career sabbatical and it doesn't necessarily need to be travel. So I'm, I'm saying that because obviously we're all in the middle of a pandemic and there might be people listening thinking, well, how can, how can people take sabbaticals when it's difficult to travel anywhere? So, so just something to think about. So first question to ask yourself is how long do you want to be on a sabbatical for? right? So I've talked about taking a sabbatical for six weeks. I've talked about taking a sabbatical for six months. I know someone who has made redundant, who is taking advantage of the situation and is taking a year long sabbatical, right? They've worked for, you know, a couple of decades and they've decided, you know what, this is a good time for me to just do what I want to do and I don't have to rush back into the workforce. So consider how long you want to take out for your sabbatical and and be clear on that. The second thing to really kind of consider is what you want to do during your sabbatical, right? So people are able to do so much. And I talked about this just now. So it might be that you want to go back to university, or you want to take a course, or you just want to spend some time with your family and your children It might be that, um, you know, you want to try out that new career that you're thinking of or try your hand at building your own business, whatever that is for you, right? Be clear on what it is you want to do. This is really important because if you don't really have a game plan and clarity on what your time is going to be spent on, the time will fly by, right? Very quickly, you'll go from being a weekend to being 10 months into your sabbatical and you haven't accomplished half the things you wanted to. So definitely be clear on that. The other thing to consider are the financials, right? So in my case, for example, I did my research, I figured out what the flights would cost, what the accommodation would cost. I estimated, you know, how much it would cost for me to live comfortably. Um, in my one of my sabbaticals, I went to Spanish school. Don't ask me to speak Spanish now, um, but I went to Spanish school. So I factored in some of those costs as well. So, you know, you've got to do your research, understand what costs are involved, and you might need to save towards, you know, your sabbatical. And don't just think about, you know, the runway to the sabbatical, right? Saving towards it, but think about what happens post the sabbatical as well. So if you're going to need to get a job, I definitely recommend allowing for at least three months, right? Be able to survive for at least three months or even up to six months without having a job because hopefully you can get a job really quickly or you go back into your previous position. But if you're in a situation where you don't necessarily have a job to come back to, give yourself time to be able to, you know, engage in a job search process and find yourself another position. So that's something to consider. The other thing is to really think about how you want to feel at the end of your sabbatical. So do you want to feel rested? Do you want to feel accomplished that you've learned something new? you know, what is it that you want to be feeling at the end of it all, right? I I think that that's a really important question to ask yourself. You don't necessarily have to be busy during your sabbatical, right? I, I definitely reject this notion that you always have to be doing something or you always have to rack up a list of accomplishments, If your sabbatical is just to rest and take care of yourself and work out or whatever it might be for you, then fine. As long as you're clear going in that this is your objective and this is how you want to end up feeling. I think that that's the most important thing and nobody can really make that determination for you except yourself. So just be clear on what your intentions are going in. And the last thing is to really kind of think about the resources you're going to need, right? So we've talked about the financials, but there'll be a bunch of um, non-financial resources that you'll need. So an example is I'm really big on being part of communities where people have similar interests to you. So when I was looking at taking my sabbaticals, I definitely found several communities of people who shared similar interests. And I remember a few days before my flight being quite nervous that I was taking on such a huge adventure. And I remember speaking to some uh gentleman who was basically talking about the fact that he had just come back from Guatemala and talking about how amazing he it was for him. And that just sort of overlaid my fears, right? It made me feel very comfortable. I could ask all the questions that I wanted. So if you're looking to change careers or travel in a post-COVID world at this point, then, you know, it's a definitely a good idea to integrate with communities where people have similar interests so that you can find out about the resources that you might need. And you can speak to people as well to figure out the strategies that they're employed as well so that you're making an informed decision when it comes to your sabbatical. So what other questions do you have about taking a career sabbatical? I am a huge fan of this. I'm definitely going to take more um, over the course of my career. And it's been one of the best things I've done for myself personally. So if you're somebody that's thought about taking a career sabbatical, then I'd be interested in hearing from you. Or if you're somebody who's considering one, but you always sort of rule yourself out for one reason or another. Some people think it's extremely expensive to take a sabbatical. Some people aren't in a position to do so. If you've got children and, you know, you've got many responsibilities, it can be tough. But more people are able to take a sabbatical than think they are, right? So if you're someone like that, you know, send me an email. I want to hear from you, info at com. But yeah, I, I hope that's been helpful to any of you who is considering a career sabbatical and giving you some ideas to essentially explore regarding a career sabbatical. So That's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to being with you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. If you're considering a career change now or in the future, then join me every Wednesday evening on Clubhouse, where myself and another career coach will be discussing strategies to help you to successfully pivot your career. So in order to ensure that you don't miss out on my Clubhouse room's Please follow me on Clubhouse at Ador or and hit the bell beside my name so that you can be notified whenever we start a room. I look forward to having you in the room. Don't forget to subscribe, download and leave a review. To continue the conversation, please join us at the Career Lounge Facebook group.